Welcome to another episode on the Purpose Tune Podcast. The goal of my show is to create valuable content to broaden your knowledge, inspire you, and get you in the right mindset so that you can apply it in your own life to drive impact, generate meaning, and achieve your purpose. Purpose. Now, today's episode guest is Clay Smeltzer. Clay is the founder of the Purpose Infused Brotherhood which helps driven men become the best version of themselves by building, battling, and bonding together. Getting men initiated into a family is where it belongs. Clay has 35 years, uh, I'm sorry, Clay was 35 years old and living by what the world and everyone else told him what he should be. He was a responsible man, yet was filled with worry, anxiety, anger, stress, negative shame, fear, and the list goes on. And until then, he has been developing this program that uh, we all would want to hear more about. So Clay, thank you so much for um, joining me today. Let's check in. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here, Kong. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's awesome what you're doing with the Purpose Tune podcast. And and uh, I love talking about purpose. So we're going to have a purposeful and powerful discussion here today. So uh, to help not only us, you know, learn and get better, but also help any of the listeners learn and get better as well. Yeah, definitely. So I want to just dive in. Um, what is purpose? What does it mean to you? How, how does it show up? Uh, a lot of times, like purpose for me, let's, let's take a transition through my life. Purpose for me was chasing the major leagues and, and doing that and, and walking into the stadium for the very first time, seeing all the fans and everything like that and all that. That was purpose to me when I was younger. You know, purpose to me after that, I didn't know what it was, you know, and, and by what society told me it was, was purpose was what I did. And I found out as I went on through life, that's not even close to what purpose is. Purpose isn't what you do, it's who you are. And when I got to 35, like you were talking about, you know, I felt shame. I felt fear. I felt anger. I felt, uh, I think I said shame, but I'm going to say it again. I felt shame is shame. You know, it got to that point where, I wasn't willing to do for myself what I needed to do for myself. Therefore it all stayed inside and all of a sudden it blew up, you know, internally, you know, if you looked at my life on the outside, looking in, it looked great, but internally I was struggling. Why? Cause I was being what I like, what I said, that responsible man, I was providing protecting for my family. I was going to work. I was doing what I needed to do. I was paying the bills, having a great family, having a great career as as a teacher and educator, but externally, I was focused on everybody else. And internally, I was not focused on myself at all. So therefore, what do we think is going to happen? You know, when we don't take care of ourselves, it eventually is going to crumble at some point in time. And that's kind of what it did. And, um, you know, that's where purpose came into my life and really was like, dude, what are you here on this earth for? Because at 35, I'm 40 now, but at 35, I had a panic attack over a TV show. And I'm like, dude, something needs to change. Like, this isn't Okay you know, and feeling anxiety all day, feeling like, you know, you're not, your, your value is low, even though you do great things, your value is still low. Um, all these different stories I kept telling myself, I'm like, something needed to change and it had to be me. And really, <clears throat> I think a lot of times purpose is like intention. I had none. Like I would just wake up and hit the ground running, you know, full speed ahead, you know, try to do, be the best and do the best uh, be the best teacher I can for my students and everything like that. Be the best man for my husband, for, for my wife, for my family, be the best husband, be the best dad, be the best this, you know, I just 
hit the ground and ran. And I think that's what a lot of like type A personalities, leaders, um, successful people do is as soon as their feet hit the floor, they're just gone. You know, they're doing and going and doing and going. But the problem is, is there wasn't any tension behind it. So I still felt empty inside. And that's kind of really where I had to dive into who I was because your purpose isn't what you do. So people were like, hey, Kong, who are you? And you'd be like, ah, this is what I did. You know, for me, it was like, Clay, who are you? I'm like, I'm a teacher. See, that's like, what's your purpose? To be a great teacher. Okay, well, what's that mean? I'm like, I don't know. But, or you know, to be a great dad. What's that? I don't know what that means. Like, I had no intention behind what I was doing every day. So what I had to do is I had to take that series. And it took me about six months of really diving in, going in, reading, getting around people, talking with people, having conversations, reading some more, listening to a whole bunch of stuff to go through a process to where I could identify exactly who Clay Smelter was. Once I knew that, which is my purpose, and, and to me, this comes down to two or three attributes in everybody's life. You operate in your purpose is two to three attributes. It's not what you do, it's who you are. And when you look back at your life from now till you were born, in every great time in your life where you felt like you were in the zone, those two to three attributes, you were filling every single day. When your life isn't in, when you're not in the zone, you're kind of like the baseball looks like a P and you're trying to hit that. And you're like, I don't even know what to, like, I don't even know what to look for. You know, when those areas of your life and times in your life, your purpose was not, you, you, you were maybe operating on one of those two, two to three aspects or none of them. And what we had to do is again, realize who am I? So I can align my life to what that is. And, and for me, who is Clay Smelter? I'm somebody who my two to three, my three attributes are own your shit, love your story and live with purpose. Like that's mine. But I had to go do the work to find that out. And when I look back at my life and every instance where my life, I was in the zone, I was doing, I was killing it. Even chasing the major leagues. I was owning my shit, loving my story and living with purpose there. Why? Because I was building teams of people and I was helping not only taking ownership of my life, but helping other guys on my team take ownership you know, loving my story. I created the story behind who we were as a team. Like, this is what we do. We go out, we fucking house people. Sorry if I can't, if I can't drop it. Up. <laughs> but, so I get excited about that, but yeah, I see your, your passion about it. So that's great. We go, we go after it. We get it. Like, like we're going to go do this, you know, whether we're the best out on the field that day or not, we're going to make sure whether, whether we win or not, you're going to know we were here. And that was our goal. You know, we built that story. We loved that story. We kept that. And then live with purpose is really just doing exactly what I knew I was supposed to do in the moment I was supposed to do it and just taking action on that. And, and you said in there, inspire, inspire you to act. That's what your, one of your, your goals of the, the podcast is. And that's what I realized. Those three things I always did. And when I was in the zone, I did all three of those things. But the worst times in my life, none of those were there. So it's like looking back at a pattern, I have, but I had to do the work to do that. So for purpose, purpose isn't all that you do. It's who you are. And then you take who you are and align it to the life that you actually really want to live. My life's very simple. I do those three things. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. What are they again? And can you elaborate on each one a little bit? Own your shit, which means you need to own every single thing in your life. Mm-hmm. Calling you are, I am, every listener has listened to this. You are exactly where you are in your life because of the choices you have made. Now I get a lot of this, you know, a lot of times like Clay, 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 you don't understand. I'm like, you're right. I don't understand because it's not my story. It's yours. And you need to understand yours. I need to understand mine. And that's where it's like, I don't have to understand your story. 
I just have to help you understand that you need to understand your own story and that you got there because of choices you made, you know, just like I I'm, I'm divorced twice, married three times. We have a blended family of three and three different parents. Like the reason why I'm in that situation, I deal with two exes and, and have to co coordinate all that stuff is because I chose to be in relationships with those two people and have kids with them. That's mm -hmm. what, you know, no matter what comes on, comes along with that divorce stuff and it can get pretty nasty in there for guys. It doesn't matter because I made, ultimately I made the choice to have a relationship and have kids with them. So ultimately it comes back to me. So I had to take extreme ownership of myself. Love your story. I hadn't actually had to love it because there's parts of my story. I'm like, dude, that sucks. I hated that part of, part of me, part of who I was and part of my story. The problem is, is if I hate myself, how am I going to be best? How am I going to be the best version of myself? If I hate part of myself, you know, it's not going to work. And then, you know, live with purpose is really understand who I am. So I can help other people, not only myself do it, but expand out to other people and help them do it too. So that's, that's really the breakdown of my purpose and it's helped other people to be purposeful as well. Mm -hmm. So with those elements, do you apply them in your program or tell us a little bit more about the, yeah. uh, you know, the, the program that you developed with the purpose infused brotherhood? Absolutely. We, like we use all of that. Like my whole goal is to help every man in a purpose-infused brotherhood own them, own their shit, love their story, and live with purpose. That's it. How do we do that? Well, we build, battle, and bond together. That's how we do that, you know. And and we have a an eight-week initiation process, uh, and we call that the Phoenix Cycle. And what that does is, as you go through, like you've probably gone through them, I've gone through them, everybody's listening here. We've gone through a Phoenix Cycle, and what that is is, if you don't know about the Phoenix, the Phoenix will burn itself down. And from out of the ashes of its old self will create and give birth to a new, better version. And that's what we do. We go through that process because when guys come to me, they're, they're, they're successful guys. They're driven guys. They're guys who, you know, in their field, in their career are kicking ass. When you look at their life outside and you look at it, it's not like they're depressed or anything. Like it's not like they're in dire straits. It's successful men who are like, you know what? I feel like I'm at a good spot but there's some things I don't like, but I want to be at a great spot. I want to be living with purpose. I want to feel like I'm waking up and being like intentional every single day and kicking butt. And I like, I feel like I'm doing good, but I know I'm not doing great. And those are the guys that come and be like, Hey man, I, I like, listen, I feel like I'm being stressed out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm kind of run down a little bit. I'm kicking butt, but I still feel these things. And I want to have more alignment to myself. I want to have more purpose. I want to feel like what I'm doing is actually making a difference. And if I died today, like people would be like, dang, he lived a good life. Like he lived a purposeful life. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really where that kind of came from. So that eight week process allows you to go through, burn down the old self, all the things that you don't want. It can be in a specific area of your life or it can be all over, but you're going to burn down the old self. And in phase two, that's rebuild or give, giving birth to the purpose infused man. Now, again, it's purpose infused. Because we're really looking to infuse your purpose into everything in your life. Because when you know your purpose and you operate on those things, your life gets clarity and it gets simple. We complicate the shit out of things, men. And uh, you know what I mean? Like we got all this stuff. No, no, no. Make it. My life is very simple. I complicated everything. Why? Because I was trying to be that man for every single per everybody else in my life instead of being that man for me. And when I'm that man for me and I just go live me, like, dude, that was like such a freeing experience. And that's what the, the initiation process of the Phoenix cycle does. It frees you mm -hmm. from all those chains that you put on yourself, all that 
shadow you that kept getting darker on yourself, all those things that were holding you back and it frees you. And you're like, Oh my God, like, I don't have to worry if I get exposed. I'm just, dude, this is me. This is what you get. You like it. Cool. You don't like it. I cool too. Like that's, that's okay. You know, so that, and, that aspect and, of freedom is so important because we often are the most critical, um, you know, you know, we are very self-critical and mm-hmm. um, sometimes, you know, we, 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 we give these negative perceptions about ourselves when people aren't even thinking about us, yeah. you know, their own shit, right? They're not yeah. about they got their own stuff to deal with. They, they ain't thinking exactly. about us. Exactly. Yeah. And so we have to keep in mind that when we're, we're out there living the world, we have to mm-hmm. be mindful of our negative thoughts. Yeah. We, we spend a lot of time thinking about things. We're in our mind 24 seven and we have to think positively. And yeah. The way and I, I'll, like, actually, I'm, I'm going. To, I'll give you an example of that because before we go, maybe step onto a new thing. Because because sure. my when I was on this couch having a panic attack in my office watching Game of Thrones, like a TV show, my wife is sleeping on me. I had like this outer body experience, like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, and I'm thinking, sitting there, like, like how pathetic does this dude look? Like that was me. That's what I was thinking about myself. How pathetic does he look? How weak does he look? How frail does he look? How, how, how can he not provide and protect? If you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your family? Like to me, that was the shame. That was where the shame. So I didn't say anything to my, week, my wife for two weeks. Two weeks went by. I lived in like my own anxiety hell. And the reason why I didn't say, and this goes back to what you were saying there is I didn't tell her anything because I thought she was going to look at me like I was weak. I was less than a man, a husband, and a father. When I told her, she's like, why would I think that? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, that's what you think about yourself, not what I think. And I'm like, I'm like, dang. I'm like, because I just mirrored on to other people. She really wasn't thinking anything about it, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Everybody else isn't paying attention to you. They're paying attention to themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got to take care of first. And, and just to your point there, like, we got to get over, understand that we mirror a lot onto other people which means we got to talk more. And when we talk more, we'll find out that the story we're telling ourselves wasn't true. And that's when we can actually do something about it. Cause we take it from the subconscious story we are telling us and we put it out front into our conscious. And when we put it into our conscious, we can actually then do something about it instead of just run the story with nothing, nothing changing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, those are great points. And, 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 to continue on to what you were saying is that when we're out there, we have to be careful in terms of what we let in in our, in our minds, because if we don't, then that's going to interfere with our relationships with our spouse, with our, mm-hmm. our siblings, our, our friends. And so we have to be careful in terms of what we let in. Right. And even, um, you know, when we're out t- talking to people, talking about things too. I mean, there, you know, there are certain situations where I've caught myself saying, oh, I'm, I'm such, a, a, I'm so dumb. You know, it's like, no, I mean, yeah. I have to say it, always, say it, Kong, say what you actually <laughs> say to yourself. I have to, I have to be careful in terms of what I say to myself because yeah. there's a, a warrior inside in each of yeah. us that's listening to who we are. And each time when we say these things that, you know, that contributes to negative thinking that affects our mentality or, or um, in the way in which um, mm-hmm. we interact with people. And so it's important that, you know, as you're coaching other men through this program, that um, there's also the element of um, how one views himself, right? 
Um, Correct. It's, it, that's, that's, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you speak about the, 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 the element of emotional intelligence and, and awareness and, and if mm -hmm. you do any of that in your program to give men yeah. to be more self-aware of who they are. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it all is. And, and like, yes, I'm the coach, but I'm never going to sit here and tell you who to be. Like, I, I, I can't do that because why? It's not my life. I don't get an opportunity. I, I don't tell people who to be because it's your life. It's not mine. But what I do is I have a process and with the, with the eight week initiation program and the brotherhood, we have two elements that allows you to break that down. I'll walk through with you. I'll stay, I'll walk side by side with you through that eight week process to find out who you really are. I'll do that and help you emerge as this new purposeful man. But I can't tell you who that is. Like I did, that's not me. And I don't want to do that because if I tell everybody who to be, and I think that's what separates my or the purpose of use brotherhood from a lot of the programs because they have, well, do this, do this, do this, do this. And it's like, we don't really do that. You know, I had, yes, I have an eight week process to go through this stuff, but it's really a process about you. You're doing the work. You're going deep. You're dealing with the shit that you should have dealt with a long time ago. You're going through that process. I'm here to help walk you through that. And why? Because I've been through it and I know it sucks. <laughs> like that eight week process Part of it sucks. Like it's not fun. And what, and how do I know that? Cause I did it. I just didn't make something from reading, from reading a whole bunch of books and stuff like that. Like I actually went and did it. And because I did it. And the reason why purpose infused brotherhood exists is because when I did it, other people saw it and said, Clay, can you help me? And I'm like, sure. I don't know what I'm going to do, but let's help it. And it's involved from that into the purpose infused brotherhood now it's evolved into the new initiation program because uh, we didn't have that before. Um, you know, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching too, the purpose revealer program and, and that's revealing your purpose and what to do. Like it took me six months to define who I was. Now I give you an eight week process to start that and to really dive into some of those things where some elements you can pick out of there, but it's, it's really a process that you go through to really own you I don't tell you who to be. No other brother tells you who to be, but here's what we expect in a brotherhood is that you would be exactly who you were meant to be. That's what we expect. And to do the work to find that and then live that. And then what we're going to do is we're going to help you stay accountable to yourself. Cause there's another one like, oh, I'm going to hold you, hold you accountable. I ain't holding nobody accountable. Cause guess what? It ain't my job. Like that's not what I'm here for. And so, I can't. So, so in other words, what you're saying is that uh, people have to want to do the work. To come to yeah. you and they have to own it yeah right? one of the elements you mentioned was yep. and uh you know yeah. crap right so you have to ensure that yeah people who come to through this they are willing and able to and that they have the time Correct. to and resources to of course uh yeah you know be engaged and so yeah. what so I guess this is great and I love it I think we need more of this um in the world people helping <clears throat> Um, particularly uh, programs specifically helping men to mm -hmm. to grow themselves and, and connect with one another so that there so that there's a space for them. Correct. Um, because there's a lot of negativity in the world. Um, you know, men not living up to their potential. Uh, when I say men, I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about men as in the you know mm -hmm. gender. Men not living yep. up to the potential in, in their relationships with, as a as a husband, as a brother, an uncle, 
um, as what society, you know, needs. And so um, having a program such as the one that you just outlined, it really gives men the space to really uh, dig deep into their internal workings and um, right. you know, yeah. get rid of those, those chains, as you said, um, to really then, uh, you know, be, be transformed into someone that, that they can, you know, it could be completely different that they yeah. authentically connect with to then yeah. contribute to society. And so yeah. um, all of this is great. And my, my next question to you is, what really inspired you to do this work? I, I mean, I know you have some personal ties to this. I mean, you yourself have been through this, mm -hmm. um, this amazing transformation to be the man that you are today. Um, and I'm curious if there was, if there is something more deep in, in terms of why you continue to do the work that you're doing. I mean, for some people, mm -hmm. right, they, they, they go through your situation, they're like, okay, so I, I, I you know, I've, I've transformed to be the person I am today and I'm, I'm living purposefully and authentically, yeah. and uh, that's it. But you're take but you, yeah. on the other hand, you take, you know, not only matters, into your own hands and 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 give mm -hmm. yourself accountability. You you're also helping other men. So you're taking an additional step by helping yeah. men to do this work. And you're essentially so you know as the old quote says, you're you're a change agent, right? Um, you're yeah. you're looking at things and you're looking at um, ways how you can create to make this Correct. A, a better place. Yeah. So, so what inspires you to continue doing this work? You know, I, I think I'm a natural teacher. And I mean, that's why I got into teaching. That's why I love coaching. You know, I coached high school baseball for five years uh, as well as, as played for a long, long time. And when I look at all of those different things, it's about helping other people, not only yourself, but helping other people excel. You know, when I go back, own yourself, love your story, live with purpose. And I go back to my playing days. Owning myself was I'd be the first one on the field, last one off. So I had to be, I was the example. You know, I would work, outwork anybody, doesn't matter. But I also help other people outwork, outwork anybody. You know, and it wasn't just about me, it was about our team. And that's where the Love Your Story comes into play is because there I created, we, I, I was a leader to create that story of who are we? Like, what do we do on this field? You know, it didn't matter if it was football or baseball. It was like when we, when we left, whether when either you left or we left, you're going to make sure we made sure you knew we were here. It didn't matter if we won. It didn't matter if we lost. It mattered that you knew we were here, that we showed up to play and we gave it everything we had. And if we left it all in the field every single day, every single time, every single practice, every single game, then that means we did what we were meant to do. And that is living with purpose. You know, so when I look back, it, it encapsulated all of those things, but it got to a point where did the brotherhood come from? Because that's teaching too, just like in, in education. I teach kids, well, I teach math, but I teach them life and then I teach them math. So you're going to get a whole bunch of life stuff out of me. How does your brain work? How does how do you take in information? How do you learn? Because if you don't know how you take in information, how your brain works and how you learn, you can't take in information and utilize it correctly. So that's what I teach first. And then I teach us the math stuff. And then when I look at coaching, it's the same aspect. It's me teaching. It's in a space of teaching to help other people be the best version of themselves. And that's what I love doing. I just love, I love helping myself do that. And I love helping other people do that. And that's really the big part. It's been a part of my life throughout, throughout my whole entire life. But then the other aspects of inspiration 
why I continue because I don't want guys to get, I didn't have to get to the place I got to at 35. I didn't have to be there, but I did. I put myself there because I wasn't willing to do what I already knew I probably should have done, which is talk, reach out, have, you know, ha- have conversations with other men than I needed to. But there's lots of times where I did want to talk about that stuff with my buddies and they're like, looked at me like, dude, we don't do that. Like, we don't talk about that stuff here. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. you're talking about feelings, man. You're talking about being stressed out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We just shove it back and we don't deal with it, man. That's what we're supposed to do. You know? And I'm like, well, that doesn't work for me, you know? And so because I got the reaction, I just didn't do it. Then I did shove it back. I did what guys told us, you know, my dad's generation, sorry for them, but you know, my dad's generation is to say, shove it back, just deal with it, gut it out, man up and just keep going, you know? And it's like, well, sometimes that works, but a lot of times that doesn't work. And I tried to be the lone wolf. And that's the lesson. You will continue to get the lesson until you learn the lesson. And the lesson I got was you can't do it alone. And I kept getting it because I kept trying to do it alone because I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Like these guys don't want to, I'm going to do it by myself. I'm just going to go do. And the problem with that is that I didn't have other guys around me to get their perspective, to see what's different, to see what's new, to see how I can do that. And that's what the brotherhood. I, now we have two groups going on across the United States, up in, the, in North America and Canada. But on Tuesdays and Wednesday, that's my time. That's my time to grow. Like, sure, I planned out like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about. I, I kind of run it. Hey, what's wins for the weeks? Any any pressing issues? And then get into the topic for the week and stuff. But that's my time to be better. That's my time to learn. That's my time to grow. That's my time to say, hey, who is Clay Smelter? And I'm a, am I really living to who to owning myself, loving my story, living with purpose? Am I really doing that? And those guys there are there to hold me to help me hold myself accountable for it. Like, because I said I was going to do this. And then there's times I've been called out. There's times I've called other people and it's great. And that's, that's what it should be. And it's not called out like, Oh, you're in trouble. No, it's like, Hey, Clay, like you said, you're going to do this. Are you still doing it? And I'm like, shit, I'm not <laughs> like, I'm kind of doing it, but I'm not really doing it. And and that's the cool thing. And it's not harsh. It's in love, man. We get, we get off the brotherhood and we're like, dude, all right, guys, I'll see you next week. Love you guys. And, and some people might think that's weird. They're like dude, you're telling other guys that you love them. I'm like, because i do it's called a brotherhood and not just my buddies you know it's different right yeah Yeah. i mean well you look in the military right and you you compare the the environment to the corporate world in the military there's such a strong bond between these men right because there has to be because when you're out in the battlefield you rely on your buddy to save you it's a life and death situation right and so there has to be that strong bond and then when you, you know when when these these military personnel, you know, when they retire from the military and they step out into the, the corporate world or to the, you know, into society, they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, why are we not having yeah. types of um, environment where, yeah. you know, where we're bonding together, you know, where there's a strong sense of connection. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, Simon Sinek, there was a powerful quote that he, he mentioned. He's, he's on this, um, He's one of those purposeful leader uh, in this space, purposeful guru that that states that uh, you know in the military we we give medals to people who who risk their lives to save others, and in corporate America we give medals to those who who take advantage of their teams yeah. 
and fire them. And yeah. it's the wrong type of leadership. And, and so to your mm-hmm. point about saying that, you know, you're a guy and you're telling other guys that you love them because of who they are, it's humanity. That, that is um, part of being what human is. And, mm-hmm. you know, society has it backwards, you know, where yeah. we, we teach men that, you know, we, we still continue to do so teach men that, you know, this, you know, we're supposed to be macho, we're supposed to be the man of the house. And, and I certainly grew up with this. I mean, my dad was very macho. And so, um, you know, it was, it was just, it was just uh, it was very difficult to, to be in an environment where you're not supposed yeah. to show your emotions and showing yeah. emotions. A signs of a sign of weakness when in fact it's it's courage it's the opposite yeah. oh god yeah <laughs> Renee's word Renee Brown I, I yeah she's know, great yeah she's I'm awesome about the power of vulnerability and how and that actually in fact you know <clears throat> the word uh you know um courage or, or, or the Greek word care uh, mm-hmm. which means uh, courage and so you know we have to step out and really be that um, you know that courageous being that we're meant to be and not live oh, in yeah. this uh, shelter um, correct and be defined by what other people think that we should be and so it takes a lot of courage on your part to you know step up the plate and say look i mean i may be the only one that's experiencing this right now um, yeah. uh, talk about my emotions and, and and guys are like you're weird but <laughs> something i'm gonna create a i'm gonna create something yeah yeah i'm gonna be the change agent yeah. i'm gonna be the one that's leading the way paving the the path Correct. for men to follow me because we need to have um we need to create a world a better yeah. world and the old yeah. ways of thinking is just not going to support not yeah for 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 men so i want to they got to change right and and that's just like look, look at mental health in men. Look at suicides in men. I mean, it's crazy. Like why? Because we don't talk. We don't say stuff. Or we're like, God, like like dude, I played the tough guy. Like that's who I played. You know, I was Mister Positivity, Mister Macho Man. Like nah, God, I can handle it all myself. But the problem was, is inside internally, just like we were talking about before, is I beat the crap out of myself. I was my worst enemy. Like I just said the nastiest stuff. I'm a swear too. You probably already know that, but. Like there's a lot of swear words and F-bombs going on about who I was. How do you think that made me feel about myself? Like bad. You know what I mean? I know there's a lot of guys like me who say the same stuff. Like I'm not the only one who talks that bad about ourselves. but we'll play the tough guy, the macho guy thing. You'd be like, oh, da, 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 da. like I'll go get, I can handle it by myself. I got it all. You know, I don't need anybody else. That, well, that's wrong. I tried that a lot of times. I'm just going to tell you that's wrong. You know, I'm still masculine. I'm still tough. I'm still all those different things. I'm still strong. The problem, the problem I had before is I was trying to be those things. It was fake as crap doing it because I was trying to be strong and Mr. Positivity when inside it was totally opposite. And the more, the more I tried to, how do I want to say it? I want to go back to the emotion thing. That's what I'm trying to get at. And when I tried to be the tough guy, it was me being a coward because I did it. It was me being a coward and insecure because I didn't want to go to the feelings I knew were there. And I just pushed him into my shadow and I just kept him there. And I, and then I locked him up there and then I tried to kick him out of there. And the more I tried to get rid of these feelings that I was feeling either about myself or what was going on in my life, the more they came up, the more I tried to kick it out, the more it fought back. 
And then when I did the work, like Brene Brown's work, um, Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford, another amazing book. I recommend to everybody dealing with the shadow until I went into that space. I didn't want to go. I was never going to reveal my purpose. And we got to understand, like, while we're out looking for our purpose, our purpose is also out looking for us, but it's inside of us. It's not only outside. Nothing external is going to tell you what your purpose is. It's all inside. And then I wasn't going to find it until I went and dealt with the stuff in my, in my shadow that I didn't want to deal with. When I went to the feelings, you know, I would, I would get teary eyed at movies and songs. Well, I'd hold that in. Why? For what reason? Like, it's just stupid. You know what I mean? Like I get emotional. At the, why? Because it touches a part of my heart. Like, and then I was trying to kick that out that, that touched my heart. And when, when, you know, a song that is awesome is, is, I don't know if you listen to Macklemore at all, but yeah. Macklemore's Excavate, dude, just rips. Dude, if you actually listen to the words of that, I recommend every listener to go listen to that. It will rip your freaking heart out. And it's awesome because, but like before I was so afraid to show emotion on that because like it, it was, well, it was a sign of weakness. That's what I was taught. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is when I released that energy on that, man, it felt so good. Like it was a freeing thing because the words not only reminded me of my life, they reminded me of that. I have the choice in the future to write my own story. Like, that's awesome. Like we can excavate all those things out of there and we can write a better life for ourselves. It doesn't have to be what we already have because we already had that. And we're like, I don't like that. So let's do it something different, you know? And it gave such a freeing thing, but until I released that emotion, I would feel that emotion and kick it to the side and I'd just be mad. Mm-hmm. What was that going to get me? Nothing. Just made it myself saying, oh, you're a wuss because you're crying or got emotional. You know, love, love movies. Like, dude, I like, I love the, I'll be the first one to cry in a movie, especially if it has anything to do with kids, you know, like in like a touching thing like that. And like, it's like, that's okay. Because what's, what's one of my big key attributes, love. And I'm showing that and that's okay to do. But I was trying to be this tough guy where all the time, the more tougher I got, the more insecure I was. Strength is actually going into the places you don't really want to go. So I was an emotional reactor that's what i was and an emotional reactor you said strength is what strength the strength is going into the the shadow Mm -hmm. the to the places we don't want to go not acting like it doesn't exist yeah weakness is acting like it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. and in order for me to be the man i am today not only for myself but for my wife for my kids for my career for the brotherhood for my community I had to go to the place I didn't want to go. And that's the scariest thing out there. Like it was scary to say, Hey, I hate this about myself, but it was the truth. Like, I don't hate it about it myself anymore, but I did then, but that was scary. Or to say, Hey, I acted like this. I did this. This is who I am. You know, that's like, Whoa, like that's a big thing to sit there and be like, yo, I got to own the fact that if my button gets pushed, I'm an angry dude. Like I had to own it. Like I didn't want to, because sometimes I was a jerk. You know, I didn't hit or hurt anybody physically or anything, but the things that came out of my mouth, that wasn't a good thing, you know? And, and that's where it's like, I had to own all those things because what it means is like, I had to own all the stuff. I look back at my life and be like, I don't like, and a lot of times we don't want to do that. You know, it's like Instagram. You just want to put the good stuff on. Well, too bad. Sorry. Your life isn't filled with just good. It's filled with good and bad. And in between, like you got to own it all because guess what? 
you chose it. I think eventually some, in, I can see, speaking of Instagram, I, I can see how in the future, how we will create a, an app that will be more authentic for people to, you know, to really be themselves and show the good and the bad and not just the, the glitz yeah. and glamour, the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, you know, it's, I, I, I love the, I mean, I just can't, I mean, I really do want to acknowledge your work in this because you're doing such a yeah. powerful um you're creating such a well, I appreciate that uh, environment space for men to really transform and really mm -hmm. uh, be the essence of who they should be. And um, was it Les Brown? He's one of the personal development gurus. And he said, you know, the richest place on earth is not where you find diamonds and gold. It's where the graveyard is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lies because people, when they die with them, they take their dreams and hopes and aspirations. Oof, yeah. And in absolutely, and your work is really to allow people to not take their their their, their hopes and dreams yeah. and aspirations to the graveyard to really mm -hmm. step into their purpose yeah. being and and shine light into this world so that we can change the world to be a better world for everyone. Um, and it starts with with us, you know, men. It starts with us, and so. Um, you know, again, this is absolutely and so mm -hmm. if there's if there's ever days where you feel like um you know you need a little bit of inspiration, you know, feel free to reach out to me too, because I'd love to, you know, to 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 get into this work and and help a brother out whenever you know where absolutely because and I, that's one of the reasons why I do, do my podcast is to inspire people. That's it. I was just gonna. I was just going to say that you're doing that work and it's important. You know what I mean? It's important. There's, and, and here's what, and go back to the question you asked me is what inspired you to keep doing what you're doing? What you just said, like, I don't, you know, Ed Milet, love Ed Milet. Um, I forget what his book is called, um, but you read it. Ed Milet, read the book. Great. He talks in there about when he gets to the end of his days and he dies, he's going to go up to, to heaven and outside of the gates. And that's his beliefs. Outside of the gates, there's going to be a man standing there that's going to, that's was meant, it's who he was meant to be. And Ed says, you know what? I, I want to be able to recognize that. I want to walk up to that man and he greet me and be like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't know who you are. Like, I want to know who that man is. To me, when I read that, that was powerful. And I'm spiritual. I don't, you know, I believe that there's something else out there, but I, I don't, I'm not religious. But man, that really hit me because I'm like, man, there is a best version of myself that I was meant to be like, it's in me and it's my job to be able to let it, let him out. And up to 35, I knew he wasn't out. I knew, he, I didn't know who he was. Like if, if I died at 35 and I went to heaven and that happened, I wouldn't know who that guy was. I'd be like, yo, who are you, dude? But if I go now, I know I've done every single thing that I can in my life to not only know who that guy is. And this is what's different for me and Ed is, I want to go and I want to meet that guy, but I don't want to just him say, Hey, Hey, like I recognize it. I want to embrace him. I want to put my arms around him. I want him to put my, his arms around me. I want to say, I love you. I want him to say, I love you. I want him to take me by the shoulders and push me back just a little bit. Look in my eyes and be like, thank you for being who you were meant to be and going after that. Welcome home, wherever home is. I don't know, but I know I want that to happen. I know that's it. And I just don't want to end my life. Like, there's so many people didn't wake up today. I might not wake up tomorrow. You might not wake up 
our list, any listeners are, we might not get tomorrow. And if tomorrow isn't, doesn't come for me, I want to know today I left it all in the field. And this is one of the greatest teachings my dad ever gave me is, is he was a high school and foot, baseball and football coach. And he lined us at the beginning of the season. He lined us all up on the line and all the players stand right on the line before you walked on the field. He said, gentlemen, he goes, before you step across this line, you better make a decision. If you step across this line, you better leave it all on the field. And if you don't, don't step across my line. Hmm. And if you step across that line, that meant that you were going to give it your all, not only for you, but for every man standing here with you. Hmm. And I'm like, cool. And like, I never got the impact of that hmm. until I realized my purpose is own myself, love my story and live with purpose. Because every morning I wake up and I'm like, man, it's like, I got another day to do something. <laughs> and before my feet hit the ground, I think of my dad and that that's my line every day. And when my foot hits the ground, the, the, the little part that hits that ground first, my day is boom. Today, I give it it all. And every single day, that's how I wake up. And how do I do that? I do it simplistically. Does it, I do things to own myself, love my story, live with purpose and help other people do that. I don't make my life complicated. I do those three things over and over and over again, every day, all day. And when I do that, at the end of the night, I can lay my head down and be like, you know what? I left it all on the field today. And if I don't wake up tomorrow, that man that's standing outside that gate's waiting for me, I'm going to be able to give him a big old hug and tell him I love him. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do the same for me. And, uh, you know, even as I'm saying this now, I'm picturing it. I, my eyes are a little teary. You know, they're a little red. Yeah. But that's important to me. Mm-hmm. But the old clay five years ago, six years, never would have done that. Never would have thought about that. I'm like, that's stupid fruit, fruit crap. So it's like meditation. Ah, let's go hug a tree. You know, like, well, hey, I'd do meditation. It works. You know, breath work, this, you know, talking about how I feel. Dude, it works. Like, we got to stop playing. We don't live in the day where we, back in history, 1900 before, we don't live in that day anymore. We don't live in a days where we just wake up and men are here to survive and kill things so that we don't, our, our fam, us and our family doesn't die. Like, we don't live in that anymore. So we got to change and evolve and we haven't yet, but we're figuring it out. And that's the cool thing about it is, is we have a lot of men around the world. And that's one of the things that I'm here for is to help men just be exactly who they were meant to be so that they don't get the what ifs at the end of their lives. I don't want you to live like that because I did and it sucked. That's why 35, that's why I'm here. I'm like, I don't want guys to go through what they go through, what I went through, because you don't have to. I have a system that allows you to be exactly who you are. It gives you a blueprint of an eight weeks to burn your old self down, be be a purpose-infused man. And then phase three is get initiated into a brotherhood where there's other men like that. You have an opportunity to interact with them every single week and then get together throughout the year, do things, have those conversations. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like the other week, I was, I was hitting some peaks and valleys every day, like up, down, up, down. That was probably when we talked first. I was in that. One of my brothers said something. I'm like, dude, I needed to hear that. I was like, I'm the cook. Like I, I lead, but I, dude, I needed to hear that. I need to hear what Toby said on Tuesday. And I need to hear what LA said on Wednesday. Why? Cause it changed. It changed my perspective. Now it's up. I'm doing this where I was like this. Yeah. I was up and down peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, but because Two guys were willing to own themselves, love their story, and live with their purpose and share it with, with us in the brotherhood. That now changed my perspective. That changed me. And I was like, that's what it's um, about. So so your program, um, I'm, I'm interested. Um, 
um, what's the process like to be admitted to program? Do you do you do like a like a do you allow people to shadow the program first before joining? And like, what's the the the, the requirements? The process for the uh, a lot of times is you know I uh, people join from Facebook, LinkedIn, stuff like that. People that live in my community, I live in York, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, I get people there and, and stuff like that referrals um, that they just want to check it out, and see what's up. So what we do is we just have a 10, five, five, you know, 10, 15 minute conversation. I walk them through the program. I let them know, hey, here's what you get. Here's the value out of it. Uh, here's what other people are going through, why this process is in place, what it's going to help you do. And that it also gives you an eight step process every time that you want to go through another Phoenix cycle. It's not like this, this is just once and done. This is a process you can use for your whole entire life. You've already done a Phoenix cycle structure. You've already burnt the old self down. Kong, you've burnt, burnt the old self down a lot of times, you know, and, and rebuilt it to be a new purpose. And, and every listener here has done that too. I just give you a very systematic eight-step process that you can walk through that's very personal for you in order to say, hey, what, what are those things I want to burn down? Who is it that I really want to be? And then phase three is how do I step into being that person? And it just gives you that eight-week process. In, in case when you use it later in the future, it's not eight weeks, it's just eight steps. Um, and then, so I give you that, but then you also have access to the brotherhood that they're guys that have gone through the stuff. You know, we've had the conversations, we've done a ton of those. And even though the initiation process is new, a lot of the things in there we've done, you know, and we've had those hard conversations where guys are like, yeah, dude, like, this is how I feel. You know, this is what I'm going through. Sometimes it's tough to listen to it. You know, sometimes it's great, but knowing like some of our brothers, uh, what they've gone through. And their words are, if I didn't have you guys, it'd be a totally different story. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, dude, that like, ah, warms my heart. And one of the biggest thing that warms my heart every week, it's like, we come back home, we do wins for the week. And I love it that like, guys are like, Hey, what's your win for the week? Well, you know, the conversation we had last week, like somebody was going through this at work and I had a conversation with them. I'm like, listen, we were talking about this here. And I was like, I was able to help them out. Or like my kids have gone through this and you talked about it. And we like, I helped, I helped myself, my kids be a better person. I helped me be a better father. And it's like those conversations that we have in there when we use them is, is amazing. Cause that's the whole thing is I love the phrase by, I think it was Kofi Jackson. He's a country singer blossom where you're planted. I love it because that's all I want men to do blossom where they're planted to exactly who they are and align that to the life that they actually want to live. Wow, that's powerful. So, is this uh, this brotherhood? Is this a community? Do they meet on a regular basis? Like, what's the yeah. format? Yeah, once you uh, in the eight week process, um, the first two weeks are on your own. That's individual because to burn down your old self, it you wow. don't want to do that with other people. It's I walk I walk with you during those two weeks, but in week three, when you start to rebuild that new purpose infused man uh, in phase two. Um, Week three, you get to join the brotherhood and kind of see where your home base is. We have two groups that run every single week. Um, and again, each each Tuesday night, we get together. Uh, each Wednesday night, we get together. Now, there's two different groups there. So you kind of find your home group. Some guy, I run it two days because some guys Tuesday works better. Some guys Wednesday works better. But we do 8 to 9.30 uh, or 8 to 9.15 uh, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it's just a place. We got PM. guys all over the country. What's that? PM or yeah, PM. Yep. PM. Yeah. So we got guys that come all across the country, uh, stuff like that, even up into Canada. And, um, you know, we get together every single week, they have their home base, but if they can't make it Tuesday, they jump in on Wednesday's group. If they can't make it Wednesday, they jump in on Tuesday, but each week 
they're they have their home base, but they're looking at, hey, how can I participate, have these conversations? Because again, we've gone through that process of saying that time is mine. Like you men do not give themselves enough time for themselves to grow. Because again, we are willing to sacrifice ourselves for everyone else. And what I'm going to tell men is stop sacrificing everything for everybody else. And in order to be able to provide for everybody else, you need to do you first. Like that's not selfish. Like you have to, I, I was in business before and the guys always said, you have to be selfish in order to be selfless. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I was like, good phrase. I'm like, I didn't get it because I was young and naive at then. I was still like, nah, I'm doing it all by myself. I don't care. And it's like, now I get it because in order for me to, to be able to be best for my wife, for my kids, for the brotherhood, for my, my students, for my community, I have to get me right first. If I don't put the oxygen mask on first, everybody else is dying too. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I know that's used a lot, but that's the truth. It's just very simple, simple facts that I got to do me first. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, then I have the opportunity to expand out to everybody else. Yeah, totally. It's uh, it's very much a, 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 a journey, you know, that you have to walk alone at first. And then once you're able to, um, you know, establish yourself, uh, a bit more, you can help others. Yeah. Um, even and to, you don't have to, and you don't have to walk in alone. Right. You don't have to I, walk alone. Correct. Exactly. exactly. I did. It really. Sorry. Took, that's why it took longer. Mm-hmm. You can walk through it with other men who've gone through it too. And right. that's what I didn't know. I didn't know it was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was out there at my, that when I went through it, but I didn't know. And I didn't, I, and I'll be really honest with you. I didn't want to find it. Like that was, I, I didn't want to find it. I wanted to be a tough guy and do it on my own. So. Well, I think got to, to technology too, because technology yeah. helped us connect virtually from all over the world. And so, um, you know, that's an important element to, uh, to why we're, we're able to do this type of work, you doing your, your program and me doing mm-hmm. my podcast. And so, um, I, I'm really appreciative of that, uh, that resource. I mean, even in my surrounding areas where I live in San Diego and the people I surround with, most of them I would consider, um, you know, I mean, again, I don't know them as much, but uh, most people that I stumble across, you know, as neighbors or um, as acquaintances in my area, um, I would say don't tend to live out their purpose. And so mm-hmm. it sometimes can be lonely. Sometimes I feel like it's just yeah. me. And, but then again, I'm also mindful, is it just me thinking that way? Or is it, you know, <laughs> you can't just assume yeah. because everybody's different. Yeah. So um, by allowing myself to step into this, this space mm-hmm. of vulnerability, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to authentically connect with people. Like yeah. Ask them how they're doing, not about <clears throat> what I'm doing. I'm going to ask questions in a way that makes me express that I'm genuinely um, interested in their, in their lives. Um, whether they benefit me or not, it's to give room for them to think about, you know, what they're going through, mm-hmm. um, and allows me to connect with them if there's a connection. And so by continuing yeah. to have that in- intention of connecting with people on a deeper level, I think that I could maybe somehow, um, you know, make an impact. In addition yeah. to, of course, uh, supporting, you know, folks like yourself who are in this space mm-hmm. already and also launching my podcast. And so 
Um, I would say not I could, you are. Um, That's would, the wording I would I change. <laughs> you said I could, I could impact. I'm saying no, no, no not right, I yeah. could, you are, or I right. am. That's yeah, I, yes, yes. To be, to be intentional and to be direct and to be um, purposeful. Yes, those are the correct words to use. Um, even I myself as a Absolutely. purposeful uh, being as I consider myself to be, do have my, you know, um, my, my, um, uh, you know, internal workings to go through too. So it's always a, a journey. Then that's the fun mm -hmm. part, you know, is to, it's just continue, yes. learning about, you know, who we are and develop on those areas and be a better person and better mm -hmm. man to the world, you know? Um, so I know we're, we're, uh, up on time and I just have two, uh, last questions to ask. Um, the next question, All right. what advice would you give to the folks listening to uh, to this? I, I would give them the advice that do the work to own yourself, love your story and live with purpose because it's freeing. You know, when you don't have to hide behind, hey, this is who I wouldn't be for everybody else and that facade and you just be you, like that's it. Like you can just go through the world. It's so much nicer just going through the world, just being yourself. You know, I, I teach and a lot of kids are like, oh, like I'm, I'm like, I always tell my students, I'm like, dude, what, what makes you weird is probably what's going to make you great. Mm -hmm. Just be it. Just own it. You know what I mean? I'm weird as hell. I'm cool with that. And, uh, but <laughs> You're an awesome that's guy. because, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Uh, but that's because like, you know, I, I just, I've lived too much of my life and I don't want you to live that way too. And I know too many people live it as I want to be this for other people. Just be this for you. And when you can, you, you can lead one, then you can lead many. And that one is you. Wow. That's powerful. Wow. That's uh, it just, it just gave me goosebumps. Just hearing <laughs> you say that. that's, that's amazing. Um, and where can people find you? Should they um, want to connect with you through this podcast? They can find me on uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. They can just search up Purpose Infused Brotherhood. Uh, that's where you find me there. They can look up the Purpose Infused Brotherhood podcast as well. Uh, and they go to purposeinfusedbrotherhood.com. Uh, on there, uh, on the link, I am, uh, the biggest question that guys come to me with or concerned is the work-life balance. Um, I have my own ideas and thoughts about that. Uh, but uh, I, what I do is I give a top seven way of free uh, PDF and video training uh, on the top seven ways to get out of the work-life balance rut. And I go over 10 myths about work-life balance and then seven strategies that you can implement right away to create some clarity and simplicity in your life uh, on that work-life balance. So that's there on the, on the website. Uh, it's just a great resource for you to have. It gets emailed right to you and uh, you have that for for as long as you want to have it until you delete it, <laughs> you know? So just a great resource because that's the biggest problem. We feel like we don't have any time to do enough uh, as men. And uh, that gives you some strategies and myths uh, to help you overcome that, that story you're telling yourself, but also give you some strategies that you can actually implement right away that are easy and effective. Great. Well, Clay, thank you so much for your time. And folks who are listening to this podcast episode, if you find Clay's work to be fascinating, please reach out to him directly and reference where you found him, which is on the Purpose Tune podcast. And again, I'm your host, Kong Shang. Thank you so much for listening.